Previously on Dice Paper Roll. How story starts in Limborough, a town with just one horse. Terrible things never happen there, and the folk, nice of course. Welcome, friends, a stranger spake. I bring the word of Helm. This tavern, the boar's tusk, must be the finest in the realm. They proved him right. With open arms they welcomed him in return. With golden ales and goblin tales, there was much a land did learn. A tiefling bird with drum and lute, for everyone did play. And a sneaky harfling at the bar, with drinky drink was swayed. Presented to the pub by Dale, a Goliath who'd saved his daughter from certain death at the hands of goblins who'd been about to slaughter her. And thus, as is so oft the case, in this most likely place, a pact was formed. Tomorrow we will smash some goblin face. But in the dead of night they came. Sleep abruptly halted by flames and screams and clanging bells, fates forever altered. This is Dice Paper Roll. Welcome back. This is our second episode. My name is Emil, and I'm playing Brackeye, the hey. Goliath Barbarian. Hey everyone, my name is Ben, I'm playing Snatch, the Halfling Rogue. Hello, I'm Jack, I'm playing Oriki's song, the... What am I? A tiefling. Yeah. Bard. Bard. Hi, my name's Greg, I'm playing Aelan Aaron Aeon, a Aesimar sorcerer. <laughs> and I am Dan, I am the DM of these sessions. Let's jump into it. So, you awake to the sound of church bells ringing in the distance from the Chapel of Paylor, and you see the, the small town of Linborough engulfed in flames, and you see shadowy... Goblin figures uh, running amok through the the town, uh, taking peasants out of their homes and setting a light to all the buildings. Uh, can I roll this and check to see if they're like? Do they sound like they're near or in the boar's tusk? You can roll a perception. Perception. Check. Sorry. Three. First time nine. playing fifth edition. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, so as you're all uh, putting on your respective armour, you can hear coming up the stairs onto the second floor of the boar's tusk, uh, you can hear footfalls. You don't know what they are. Brackeye doesn't need to put on any armour. Brackeye runs, runs out of the room, bursts through the doors and confronts whomever's climbing the stairs with his greatsword drawn by his side. Great. Awesome. So you uh, tear open the door and your room was situated at the end of the hall. You can see down the end 
two goblins starting to round the corner. You can smell smoke in the air. And, uh, yeah, these are small goblin creatures. You can see they've got their, their left ear cut off. One of them is wearing a necklace of uh, human ears. And the other one has uh, a, a, some bones attached to his armor. Do both the goblins have their left ears cut off? Both of the goblins have their left ears cut off. Brackeye hears the cry of people in the background. Hears the crackle of the flames. Hears the church bells pealing in the background. Cracks a little smile. His eyes bulge. His muscles tense and he begins his rage as he charges at the first goblin to come up onto the landing alright cool so uh, you have what's your movement speed 30 feet 30 feet awesome so you uh, scream and rip open the door you basically tear the door off of its hinges and throw it behind you as you storm out into the hall and the two goblins see you as you come barreling down, their eyes widen as they see you, and you get about halfway down the hallway. Everyone, roll initiative. <laughs> That's what we want to hear. That's what you want to hear. Uh, cool. So, uh, let's start it off. Uh, 25 to 20, anyone? Nope. 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 Uh, 20 to 15? Nope. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, fifteen to ten. Yeah. Yeah. I got fourteen. Alright, so thirteen for me. What'd you get? Uh, uh, nine. Aylan and Ariki. What did you get for initiative? Seven. Seven. So what's the order? So it is uh, Snatch, Brackeye, Aylan. <laughs> no, 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 Ariki. What's the order? <laughs> Snatch, balls. Doesn't need changing balls. <laughs> Anus, anus, and orifice. Just a little uh, trick we use, listeners, to help us remember the order. You'll get used to it. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Totally mature, (laughs) as we are. (laughs) So the goblins see Brackeye charging down the um, the hall, and they the two that you can see meet your battle cry and start charging in and so they as they come charging down they draw their scimitars and they roll to attack uh what's your AC? 12 12 okay so uh the one with the um the necklace of ears Hits, but the one with the bone armor does not. And so let's just um, Okay, so the the two of them come rushing towards you, drawing their scimitars. The first one with the necklace of ears uh, brings their scimitar around and slashes you across the knee uh, for six points of damage. Six points of slashing damage, but with your rage, that is half to three. Oh, nice. Uh, and so it cuts deep into your knee, but then it just, the bone just kind of brushes it off. 
and the other uh, one tries to swing up at your face, but he's too small, and uh, you are too large of a creature, and he just swings in its air. Uh, so that is now Snatch's turn. Uh, do the doors to the rooms open inward or outward? Uh, inward. Okay. Mine, mine open outward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> boom! There's this big hole in the door frame. Um, <laughs> you're holding onto the door handle. <laughs> um, and and so when I rolled a perception check before, could I hear those uh, the charge of the goblins? Could I hear yes. that they? Yeah, you you. You, whilst inside your room, you could hear uh, Brackeye's battle cry and the tearing of the the door, the smashing of the door, uh-huh. and you could hear the goblins' cry of battle as well. All right. Well, I'm going to um, creep open the door and stick my head out mm-hmm. uh, and have a quick look to see where they are as I draw a um, uh, my short sword. Yeah, so you can... Uh, it's a little bit hard to sort of... Yeah, is there any See light, them? any torches or any... Kind the, of... the room is is lit, but because of the size of Brackeye and the size of these goblins, it, like, you can still see them, but it, they're kind of darting in amongst his sort of legs because he's such a large creature. But they're roughly about ten feet away from you. Okay. I want to run out. I'm going to run out and, um, yeah, just sneak along the wall here, like dart uh, the out of the door, take the five-foot step um, next to my large Goliath companion and just, um, yeah, take a, a stab with my short sword um, and go for a, a vital area of the goblin in front of me. Awesome. Roll to attack. 18 plus 6, that 24. Damn. Uh, that now, do I get sneak attack damage with that? Because yes. I have, uh, yeah, so there's no disadvantage because I can like the shadowy and stuff like I can see enough to see them yeah and yeah. Standing next the to them. light isn't obscuring uh, and they're being distracted by um, great your big goliath friend nine thirteen points of damage nice awesome so uh, <laughs> as as uh, the goblin with the the bone armour uh, tries to swing up at uh, Brackeye's face. Uh, you just see um, the armpit, yep. and you just rush on in and just sink your dagger deep into the armpit and puncturing through into his lungs, and you can just hear the gurgling of blood in his in his the back of his throat as you pull the dagger out and he just crumples to the floor. And I say, you interrupted Dead. my sleep. <laughs> Kick him off my blade. <laughs> I tried to Dead. do that with Awesome. The, uh, Fuck. Okay. Nice. Second creature I've ever killed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet. So that now brings us to A.A. Lan, A.A. Ron, Aeon, the A.A. Thanks for using my full name um, yeah so I wake up uh, just grab my uh, my pouch uh, my belt pouch with my reagents um, my robe hanging open off my shoulders uh, butt naked <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's going on in here rip open the door momentum by hell 
momentum. (laughs) (laughs) You enter into the... uh, As soon as you open the door, you turn around and there's Brackeye's large, muscular back right in front of you. Okay. Semi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can I see the goblin uh, on the other side of him or does he obscure... Uh, yeah, he's kind of obscuring the And I can um, see uh, Snatch standing next to him? Yes, you can see Snatch. Can I step behind Snatch? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in fact, because you're a, that was a small creature. Yeah, so that was a turkey slap. So yeah. you, you, can, you can still occupy the same space as... Um, Even better. I want to stand with my junk resting on that <laughs> on the back of Snatch's head. Return the favor that he gave to Brackeye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and can I see the goblin? You most certainly can. Uh, I want to yell out, "Feel Helm's fiery wrath, goblin!" and reach out my hand and fire a firebolt into his face. Firebolt. Firebolt. Is, is that a ranged? It is arranged, yeah. Yeah, sweet. So uh, that would be with disadvantage. No problem. What does that mean? It means you roll the d20 twice. Roll the d20 twice and you take the lower of the two. And it's because he's using a ranged spell where he's only five feet away. So Mm. it's not actually ranged. If you were using a touch attack, that would be different. Spell attack bonus is seven. So lowest is seven, 14. Uh, 14 just misses. Uh, so or you, it, oh, that um, a flammable object hit by this spell ignites if it isn't being worn or carried. Awesome. Sweet. So uh, you're, you, you step up next to Snatch, uh, balls blowing in the wind. Um, billowing, 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 billowing in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Snatch can detect a, <laughs> a faint smell of sweat as you find the arcane magic uh, within yourself, and you allow you direct it down your arm and to your finger, and you point towards the towards the goblin and a burst of fire comes from your uh, comes forth from your your finger he just quickly just because of the size he just sort of moves his head a little bit and it just streaks past crashing into the door behind setting it alight can we roll damage sure is it a area of effect no three points three points yeah so all that door has now started to burn. That's to our left. Yep. yep. It's further on down the hallway where you have to go towards the Next stairs. Door. Cool. <laughs> uh, sweet. <laughs> do you want to try and do anything else? No, that's me. That's you? Alright, sweet. Uh, Ariki, you're up. Um, from the from the room at the back, it, in the rear, you hear the beating of a drum begin. And then I'm going to uh, Ariki opens the door and walks out, sort of assesses the situation. Do I need a roll for it, for that, or roll and assess the situation? Check. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you you step out into the hallway and you can see all your newfound uh, friends that you had met the night before. Mm-hmm. They're just completely 
blocking the the hallway um, you can pretty much really only see a whole bunch of there um, but I can tell that some bad stuff's going on yeah you can you as you step out of the door you see a burst of fire from uh, Alan and naked Alan Naked alien. I've got my robot. It's just open. I it's like would a like to do yeah, yeah. the arse hanging out the back. Yeah, no, but the I'd, other way around. <laughs> I'd like to have like a sneaky glance at the two rears in front of me. Just okay. Roll of perception. A, yeah, the two rears. Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, critical. You notice. <laughs> you notice that Brackeye's rear end is chiseled as if it was from stone. It is like a perfect form of buttocks. Yeah. And, a rock and, peach. And, and uh, from uh, A-Land, you, you kind of, you don't really get good definition. You can just sort of see the billowing of his, uh, of his robe. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say something else there. <laughs> but for a moment, the wind dies away and it just like perfectly forms to his butt cheeks. <laughs> Even the middle crack, it goes yeah, inside yeah. and then billows back Sucks out again. right up there. Um, <laughs> the force of the, uh, the, Blast from the firebolt just well, sucks all the air in. Yeah, <laughs> being I'm a skinny white boy, not much of an ass. Yeah, not the best. Inspired by um, Brackeye's butt, I would like to impart my bardic inspiration by strumming some chords on my lute. Awesome. Um, uh, to Brackeye? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. So you get a D6 inspiration dice, which you can add to any attack roll ability check. Or set of damage? No. No, okay. not to damage. All right. That's only with the College of Valor. And that's sweet. Mm. Anyways. Uh, sweet. How so you have. How long does that last for? Uh, so that lasts for one hour? Check. Oh, I think it's to whenever you use it, isn't it? But once you have a short rest, it's gone. It's gone. But I'm going to look up while you DM. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you've, you'll, you'll have it for at least the foreseeable future. Awesome. Yeah. Where you're going to do is Is that a full action? Uh, no, that's so. That's a bonus action oh, to do your bardic sick. inspiration. Can I use that for every check? Skill check, uh, attack roll, saving throw. And once, once within the next ten minutes. Great. Once within the next awesome. ten minutes. There we are. Awesome. Um, and I guess I'll draw my rapier. Oh, that'll be hard to do with the loot as well. Because my tail. <laughs> No, my tail's banging the drum. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can uh, hold the cord yes, and draw so... the sword, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, hold the cord really. I could strum yeah, with my just, hand. Just sustaining it. Yeah, just doing some. Um, just spit a slap. And, 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 and I could use my rapier as the pick. That'll end well. So uh, dr- drawing a weapon is just a part of your your movement. So oh. it's still. Okay. Yeah, if there's anything else that you want to try and do, if you want to move closer. Is um, there like a window over here? There is, and you can see uh, flames licking up the side of the building. Okay. Oh, so it's getting hot in here. There is is smoke uh, starting to to fill the the areas. Well, I think I'm going to get... I'd be like, okay, we need to get out of here. These these buffoons are in the way. So we've got to get out of this place. You've got to get... It's the last thing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So also... Well, actually, roll a, a perception check. Okay. And so are you moving up to that window? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have a look out the window. Um, Perception 18. Cool. So you can see the flames starting to lick up the the side of the boar's tusk. 
and out in the street you can see dozens and dozens of these goblin creatures. Oh, that's not very good. Uh, guys, guys, uh, it, what? It's a, it's a bit of a dire situation out there. Um, we may want to go down and fix the problems. Post haste. <laughs> awesome. Great. Right. Uh, that what that means? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> now it is. I didn't is, say it was intelligent. It is Gardas's uh, turn, and he will open his bedroom door, and directly across from him, he can see uh, the goblin with the human ear necklace, and so he will draw his. Uh, short bow and fire a shot right at him. Ooh, that's not good. Uh, so that is a nine. And so he reefs open the door, knocks an arrow to his bow and fires, aiming straight for the um, goblin's head and it just whizzes past his eyes and just sticks straight into the door right Don't by his head. Uh, goblin is, shot in the face. <laughs> it is now the goblin's turn. Back to the top of the round. So he would have been gobsmacked. <laughs> the goblin, the goblin, seeing his uh, situation, uh, is going to disengage and is going to start running down. The back down the hallway. Classic goblin. Yep, little sneaky bitches. Uh, so that's actually a bonus action for them. So oh. like the French. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Running away is a bonus action <laughs> for our French <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna stop, we're gonna dub that in so it says like the Germans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the Germans. <laughs> that Simpsons episode where they're talking about. Box. Anyway, outside reference. Sorry, DM. Uh, all good. Uh, so, yeah, so the goblin sees all these very powerful uh, creatures before him and decides that his best option is to get the fuck out of this hallway and starts running back down the hall. We'll say that the fire from Alan's fireball has caused more flames to grow. So it's down spreading the down the left hand side of the hallway Some and the way the way out goes around to the right. Does it propagate yeah. both ways? Oh, yeah. I can do it. Well do uh, it was because of the force of the um, the direction of the fireball. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. So some sort of contagious fire that spreads. Well, it sets fire. Like fire. Like fire. Like fire. Like fire. <laughs> and wood <laughs> tends to burn. Dry wood and fire. Uh, so Science. Yeah. So he runs down and heads down the hallway to the right, uh, towards the staircase to the lower levels. Oh, oh I, got, I got a question. Yes. Is there um, chamber pots in our bedrooms? Are yes, there? there is chamber pots in your bedroom. Are there chamber pots? <laughs> um, okay. Just probably one in each. I don't. Yeah, there is. There is, one, there, one. there is one chamber pot in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the bar's dust. Six chamber pots in each room. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that means you can go to the toilet six times in a night. Do you piss a lot? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yes. You're... Welcome to our new senior suite. Oh, <laughs> Each one of your rooms are, are fairly well furnished. They all have a chamber pot and a nice straw bed within. Yeah. Can I um, can I run in and get the chamber pot from my room and attempt to put out some of the fire? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. All right. Uh, so, say... <laughs> And you pick up your chamber pot uh, in 20, 25, 30. So you're uh, directly behind AA land uh, with uh, now through, a, a chamber pot um, filled with my own piss. So you went to the bathroom in the, yeah, in the night? Yeah, Okay, cool. Sweet. Can I'm, sure that, I'm sure that that was what woke me up. Yeah. Awesome. As soon as the goblin runs away... Yeah, I, Black Eye absolutely, in his rage, gives chase. He wants to Tokyo drift around the corner and then <laughs> come down with a heavy blow. You're quite yeah, heavy. Sweet. You might bust through this wall. Maybe it's a chance I'm willing to take. <laughs> yes, yeah, wait. Tokyo drift. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you go, as soon as the goblin leaves your sight, you start charging down the, the hallway, and as you get to the corner, you don't even know if he's there, you just swing widely and roll to attack. 19! Oh, yeah. Um, that is 26 to hit. That definitely <laughs> hits. Alright, let's roll some damage. 13. 13? Awesome. So, as you uh, start drawing closer to the corner, Knowing the height of these creatures, that they're a bit smaller than you, you sort of drop down to one knee, yes. and you have a battle axe? No, it's a great sword, two hands. Great sword. Yeah. As you start getting close to the um, the corner, you drop to one knee and slide, yes. and just bring your, your sword around, um, horizontally just swinging, and cut straight into the goblin, <laughs> pinning him to the wall, and just oh. cutting through, and then you... Feel the only thing that stops the swing of the sword is the, the wood of nice. the wall, and you cut him directly in half. Ah! Uh, oh, mommy! At this point, you can also hear cries from downstairs, and you can hear the voice of Bruvel and a young girl's voice as well crying out for help. It always gets me. Alrighty. Uh, so that was your turn. Uh, a no, sorry, snatch. Snatch is gonna just duck back into the room through his companion's legs and grab uh, anything he's left behind. I just grab his pack and sling all that on if the place is burning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's gonna run back out and uh, follow Brackeye down the stairs with his short sword in hand, ready for for whatever might. Occur. Sweet. Does anyone else want to grab things or yes. they've left shit behind? I'm I got everything when I. I'm ready. You got that chain of pot. I'm I also put it on my my bag and stuff. Yeah. Sweet. Brack, I have to get material yeah. possession. I heard that. Time. <laughs> uh, sweet. So you all uh, gather up the rem- remnants of your items and start making your way back down the, the hallway, which now the flames from uh, Alan's. Firebolt um, are now licking up the sides of the walls and it's starting to burn the ceiling as well. Uh, smoke is 
billowing um, throughout the building um, and you start rushing down the uh, corridor and you make your way down the stairs mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Gardas in tow. Uh, so you, Brackeye, are the first one to make your way oh. down the stairs. Can I throw my chamber pot onto the firehead too? <laughs> As you run. As you run. Uh, yes, wait, roll a dexterity check. Yeah. Someone was in front of her as well. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, Eight God. plus four is twelve. Oh dear. Twelve? Uh, yeah, so you kind of get like about half of the contents onto the fire, but there is a lot of splashback and you find like with your robe sort of billowing <laughs> in the wind as as you're rushing past your naked flesh exposed to the little uh, sprays of uh, urine and now lucky as a celestial I'm into golden things <laughs> <laughs> it's a pity I also took a deuce last night. <laughs> you're in trouble now <laughs> uh, sweet Nothing so like fresh grilled deuce <laughs> <laughs> Bathed in my own urine. Left to soak overnight. Oh, yeah. not Surely way. there's a song in that. <laughs> <laughs> so the deuce just hits the wall like a wet fish. Bloody bad night. What is it? Wrapped up, up like, like a goose. goose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as you start coming down the stairs, Brackeye, you can see uh, Bruvel is trying to fend off. Uh, a whole bunch of goblins as his daughter who had been asleep in one of the other rooms of the the building uh, is being taken away by one of these uh, goblins and is being ripped out of the the front doors Um, and he's hopelessly trying to fend them off Uh, so he's surrounded by them he uh, he is surrounded by them this is his daughter Emily which another one of the goblins is now taking her out the door. Mm-hmm. Are we same initiative order before? Yes. So, Brackeye. Awesome. Brackeye leaps down the stairs, springs off, leaps down in a single bound, springs off, charges for the goblin that's nearest to him, and with a great sweep of his great sword, brings it down with a furious blow onto the goblin. Great attack, bro. Sweet. Uh, firstly, roll an acrobatics check. Yeah. Um, acrobatics would only be a four. A four. So athletics could not be athletics. No, it's acrobatics. Okay. So you uh, you come rushing down and you try and dive straight off the uh, balcony, (laughs) trying to aim for the the closest goblin. And how high up is the balcony? Ten feet off? Yeah, it's about ten feet off. And you feel like you are completely certain that you can make it. And as you leap through the air, you come crashing down onto one of the bar tables. And the the table is just splintered asunder. um, And you are now prone on the ground. (laughs) Yeah, alright, sweet. Uh, so, Snatch. So, Snatch is going to run down that first little landing and uh, roll a perception check to see if he sees everything that's down there. Mm-hmm. Um, 12. Uh, 12? Yeah, so you can see um, all, all the, the goblins. You can see that uh, Bruvel has taken a couple of hits. Um, 
He's got some blood uh, on his face. He's he's fighting valiantly, but yep. uh, he is definitely losing. And are all the goblins holding melee weapons? They're all... Yeah, there's a mixture of... Uh, the goblins are holding daggers and uh, okay. uh, scimitars. You can see that they've all got their left ears cut off. Okay. Awesome. So uh, Snatch is going to stay at the top of the uh, 10-foot steps and put his sword down on the ground grab his light crossbow out and load a bolt into that and if I have time this round on top of all that I'll take a shot at one of them down there but otherwise I'll just uh, sort of use the edge of the banister to take a little bit of cover take a bit of cover Mm -hmm. yeah so you're moving up to the banister to there Uh, yeah yeah and sweet Uh, you can get a shot off so you move down the steps, you get to the landing, and you rest your crossbow yep. on the banister. Down on one knee. Yep. Well, if you, if you get down on one knee, you're probably going to be under the banister. Through the, can I go through the bars? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just pointing out how small you are. I, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> People have been telling me that my whole life, right? Uh, so that's 15 with the light crossbow. Myself, uh, <laughs> he talks to himself in public. <laughs> He's also pretty like down on himself as well. You're so short. You're so short. Just relentless standards of perfection from his parents <laughs> yeah. who really to him. You really should try an honest living snatch. Yeah. Even Grandma Snatch was taller than me. <laughs> uh, Twenty-one to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. Uh no, I don't. Which can I see that one at the bar? The one that's standing near um, Brackeye's head, yep. probably. Awesome. Uh, so that hits. Roll for damage. So that's a D8. Now, is that by any chance uh, sneak attack? Uh, no. Okay. D8 plus four, so six points of damage. Uh, so just as um, the Goliath crashes down onto this table. The goblin is shocked and starts to bring up a, a dagger to stab into him. And just as that happens, you s- you see him and you fire your crossbow bolt and it slams into his uh, collar. And uh, he's wounded, but mm-hmm. he is still alive. And okay. Kicking. No worries. All right. Sweet. That will bring us to the goblin's turn. So... Uh, the one that was just shot in the collarbone is going to move in towards Brackeye. And all the other ones are going to continue their assault on uh, Bruvel. Whereas the last one that had uh, Emily is ushering her out the door. Seeing, seeing you guys come uh, down the hall as well, he will close the door and you can you hear the door close um, and you can hear the sound of things being pushed up against it and breaking glass. Uh-oh. Uh, so the guy that's attacking you, Brackeye, mm-hmm. is going to roll a 11 to hit. No good. No good. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just got a little measly dagger. He just got copped in the the collarbone, and he tries to bring it, his dagger down, but it just glances off your tough exterior. The other ones will attack Bruvel, and one of them manages to get a strike into uh, the side, 
and cut past his ribs, uh, which was this one that's standing atop the table. Uh, the other three are trying to attack, but uh, he's still managing to push them away and keep a distance. Uh, so that brings us to Alan. Uh, okay, I'd like to um, walk down the steps to the landing um, and survey. Do I need to um, do a perception check or to anything to survey? No, you can. You can see you're, you've got the high ground. You can see that they're what the situation is. You can see five goblins. Um, attacking. Excuse I suppose me. with the firelight like flickering through the windows, there'd be a bit of dim light anyway. Yeah, totally. There, there's, and there's, vision, oh, so. and you've got dark vision. There's still plenty of light around. You can see the four goblins that are attacking uh, Bruvel, and then the one that has just tried to attack uh, Bruvel, my innkeeper friend. Helm, Helm will save you. Uh, fiery bolt again. Fireball. Yep. Um, it's a lot. This just goes works worked well again. last time, right? So, I want to hit this goblin, uh, one of the goblins next to Bruvel. Yep. This goblin with a, a deep scar across his face looks up at you as as he hears you cry out for um, Bruvel. And we... oh. 17. 17, that hits. Yes. Alright. So, Firebolt, I uh, hurl it at him, and he takes a D10 fire damage. D10? Two points! Two yeah. points. He looks up at you and d- looks directly into your eyes as you point your finger and the arcane fire bursts forth from your finger, and he just sees it grow and grow in his eyes, and it slams into his face, but there wasn't as much uh, fire behind it as what you would have Helm! <laughs> Smite you, them. You blow your on your finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he is pissed. And singed. And singed. Uh, so that brings us to a Ricky. Well, I've still got the chamber pot in my hands. Yep. So... Start playing it like a drum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like tapping it away with my fingers as I'm walking down. But I'm going to like come down the stairs... I want to throw the pot at the, right. at the one closest to Brackeye. Sweet. So toss a chain pot. Jim. Roll a um, a d twenty yep. and add your dexterity. That's the you throwing it the one with the quarrel in his collarbone. Yeah, maybe with disadvantage because it's an improvised weapon. Yeah, and you're not proficient in. So two d twenty. You're not proficient in chamber pots. No. Other than pissing in them. So four. Yeah, not good. Roll again. Four plus four is eight. Eight. So you uh, get to the bottom of the stairs and you throw the chamber pot at uh, the goblin with the quarrel sticking out of his collar and he just definitely moves underneath it. Uh, all the contents have already been spilled, so it yeah. clatters uh, into the uh, tables and chairs behind him uh, with no effect. Alrighty, so then that is Gardas's turn. He is going to come rushing down the stairs and take up a position next to you, Snatch. We include the G. That could be Gunt. And he is going to fire an arrow at the same one that uh, Alan attacked. Go there. And he rolled a natural two. Uh, so. Yep, so it just, uh, he knocks another arrow, fires it, and it just sinks straight into the bar. No effect. Um, at this point, 
the smoke is continuing to billow inside the room and fill the room. Just what, like through the gaps under the front door there? Under the gaps under the front door and from the windows. And yes, you now can see some flames flicking up from underneath the, the door and you gather that the sound of the breaking glass was actually a lantern that was uh, thrown against that the door. That sounds like a lantern being thrown, you fuckers. Uh, so that brings us to Brackeye. Gathering himself, Brackeye springs to his feet. Oh, looks at the little goblin to his right and as hard as he can brings down his great sword. Or the one that was the one, the, the one that tried to attack him. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Brings down his great sword. Great. Awesome. Roll to attack. Uh, eleven. Eleven. So as as you stand up and in your rage you just bring your sword down, but he just sidesteps you. Your sword goes crashing into the the stone floor, and they all died in a flaming tavern. <laughs> <laughs> Can I attempt to make an intimidation as well, like yell in his face? Yeah, sure. As a bonus action, yeah. that's a bit better. Uh, that would be seventeen on the dice. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Right. Okay. So the um, you just scream in his face. Yeah. Yeah, so the spittle flicks against his uh, face and you can see his eyes wide with terror and he finds himself just completely at a standstill. Awesome. Uh, Snatch. Uh, Snatch loads another crossbow bolt and he fires um, at the goblin just near the bar, closest to the bar that's behind Brackeye. Yep. 17 to hit. That hits. Awesome. Ah, seven points of damage. Uh, seven points. So, uh, this goblin, which has been shot in the face by a firebolt, and his face is all kind of black and singed with a long scar, he was already looking up in the direction of Aelan, and distracted by him, a crossbow bolt just comes flying through and pierces his eyeball and sinks deep into his brain, and he just... And falls face forward onto the ground. That's two! Awesome. Uh, Goblin's turn now... So the first one uh, with the crossbow bolt sticking in his shoulder, uh, collarbone, that is a nine to hit, which does not hit your armor class. Uh, Awesome. And then the other three, actually this guy is going to leap off the table. Because he's a badass goblin. <laughs> Rolls a one. He's a bad goblin. <laughs> he's a bad goblin. <laughs> and he's a bad uh, ass, ass goblin. goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm an ass goblin. Big <laughs> type of goblin. Mind if I borrow it? Do we have a bit? Does my blood smell? So the goblin goblin attempts to uh, jump off the table, but uh, his. Uh, misplaces his foot and just catches complete air and nuts himself on one of the chairs. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
His eyes go cross-eyed for a moment um, and is now prone on the ground. The other two are going to attack Breville. Breville. With... Sandwich maker. uh, Eight that does not hit. And ooh, that one does. Uh, So with his scimitar... Relax, dude. Oh, shit. That's gonna hurt. Uh, so same nitrate. He's elucidated. Scimitar. He's now. Yes. Uh, so that. Uh, so the goblin on uh, the left hand side of Bruvel, uh has all like kind of piercings in that uh, through the ear that has been cut off. Um, he, while the uh, while Bruvel is distracted by the. Uh, Goblin that has just nutted himself and fallen on the ground has taken the opportunity to slice straight across his back, doing eight, uh, seven points of damage uh, to Bruvel, and he is looking not in a good place. Well, it's his own part, it's hard to really. <laughs> it's only since his fault. Uh, <laughs> He's not got himself He's in not in a good place. Yeah. So uh, now it is Alien's turn. Um, uh, can I fire I would like to fire a firebolt at the uh, goblin who just nutted himself <laughs> yeah uh, to teach him a lesson from Helm's about, rule book about nutting yourself about touching yourself inappropriately <laughs> which Helm is not happy with <laughs> <laughs> is Helm a bit puritanical nah not really Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's all about protection. Yeah, yeah. protection. He does. Yes, mittens. Go to bed with mittens on. No. Uh, that's a nine to hit. A nine to hit. That misses, and <laughs> so it. Your aim was just a little bit high as he was standing on the the table, but. Just that moment later, he has now slipped and fallen, and you, uh, your fire bolt crashes into that table, and it is now set alight. Pew, pew, pew. Sweet. Uh, Ariki, I protect up. things by burning them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like the goblins are already setting fire to this place. Yeah. Might as well just continue the fire. Exactly, right? Like when fire starts to burn, it starts to spread. Nothing else. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. Leave that Ariki will sneak up over to here. Yep. And um, just <laughs> attempt to stab the goblin with with her rapier. Awesome. Uh, because uh, the goblin is distracted by Brackeye, you have advantage on the attack roll. So roll the d20 twice and take the higher number. Oh, great. It's going to be hope for a higher number. <laughs> <laughs> roll the four. And a seven. seven. Uh, yeah, seven is plus seven. your dexterity. Plus my dexterity is four. So that's two 11. Fours. And then proficiency. Two. My two proficiency brothers. Two brothers. is... No, 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 you're adding four. Rapier. Oh, four. So, so. Four. Okay, so that's an 11 to hit. So you uh, move up close to this uh, goblin, but he sees you coming and he just brings his dagger and just swipes your rapier away as you try to strike him. He's a tough little bastard, this one. Mm. He is, he's kicking along. Oh, he needs a promotion. 
and a healing potion. <laughs> yeah, a healing potion. And another ear. Yeah. Uh, so now it is uh, Gardas's turn. He's going to take a cue from uh, Aelan and try and attack the one on the ground and rolls a natural 19. Ooh. So that's going to fuck on it. Um, so his name is Godass or Badass? Badass. Badass. Uh, badass no, it was definitely Godass. Well, it's definitely Godass. Godass. <laughs> is he an elf? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Right. Uh, so, yeah, his aim strikes true and sinks the um, arrow straight through uh, the elbow of the... Um, of the goblin Dig on the ground, it. and it just oh. and can Roll hear him. you can hear the scrape of uh, the There's metal a... on the stone work because oh. it's gone straight through his arm. Oh. Uh, so for five uh, points of damage, so he is looking pretty rough as well. Uh, so let's. <laughs> So that brings us back to the top of the round. And the fire continues to burn. Starts to spread. And it is now spreading within the building. Just up the walls? Yes. So on the... so, on the left-hand side of the building, where there was the three bench tables, there's a couple of windows there, and now fire is starting to pour in through the uh, windows, as well as from the front entrance and the burning table that uh, our friend Alan has set. So that brings us back to Brackeye. Big dick swing, the little-ass goblin. Sick of him living. Living. Essentially, <laughs> wanting him not to live anymore. Swings his greatsword. Not that well. And rolls a 12. Rolls a 12. With the 6 from the Bardic Inspiration, which Ooh. makes it a 17. 17. So you bring your sword up and just as you start to bring it down the goblin moves out of the way and then you can hear the thrumming of the drums in your ears and you just turn your sword that little bit and connect straight into the shoulder. Roll for damage. Fuck that guy up. Fuck that guy. Boom. Fifteen. Fifteen points of sweet, sweet greatsword damage. Damn, son. (laughs) It connects into the shoulder and just completely cuts through uh, his torso and out underneath uh, the opposite arm. And... It, but it was I merry landed it. <laughs> it was it was a clean cut. It just slices through like butter, and then his body, which is standing there, slowly starts to slide off and collapses and dies. Awesome. He is not getting a promotion. <laughs> Except to hell. <laughs> Ooh, the Draco with like that, I could be an action hero. <laughs> uh, uh, Snatch. Alright, um, seeing the fire starting to lick up the walls, Snatch is going to hook the. <laughs> lick up the walls. Lick up the walls. Snatch. Lick up the walls. Snatch, lick up the walls. Uh, Snatch is going to hook his 
crossbow onto the side of his belt, grab his short sword off the ground and bolt down the steps, and he's going to duck in between Brackeye and Ariki's song uh, so that he's standing uh, next to uh, Bruval as well, and he's going to stab straight at the goblin uh, in front of him. Right. Go for it. Roll for attack. 18. That hits. Plus 6, 24. Uh, so that's sneak attack. Yes, indeed. Because he's standing next to an enemy. Yeah. Um, oh, not great. Five, nine points of damage. Well, nine points of damage is exactly what you needed. Uh, yeah. bad. So the... Uh, Can you kind of skid in on his knee like he's... Uh, a bit of a skid as he comes in. Yeah, totally, because you've just uh, slid through the um, cut-to-pieces uh, goblin that was just in, in <laughs> like the Like in the gap? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> as, as his body slips, uh, the upper part of his body drops off the lower body and blood pools uh, beneath him, you come darting through and slide through his blood, using that as just a little bit of extra lubrication, uh, and just the goblin that you come in to strike just is completely unawares of you, and suddenly you're there and you jam the dagger straight up underneath his... The short sword straight up underneath his chin, out through the top of his head, and he is dead. Alright, sweet. Uh, Ariki, you're up. Um, I was thinking you might try a bit of a a, um, a spell. Uh, I was thinking you might Thunder Wave awesome. someone. So you're going to cast Thunder Wave? Yeah. It, it does... It says the range is, 15, is a 15 foot cube. Is that going to be problematic? <laughs> it <laughs> will... Um, do you do it? You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. So if you do it, like, it depends on where you want to place it. So it's a 15 foot... Is it centred on you? It says range self 15 yep. foot cube. Absolutely. Yeah, so you would have to move in. Yeah. Straight up to him. And it says I roll 2d8s. 2d8. Oh, I need to find out if I hit, presumably. Is that right? Uh, no, it's because uh, okay. it's, it's just on you. It's so you just roll two. Oh. You just roll damage. What? They have to. They have to roll save. Yeah. So what's or the save? Or you do two d eight thunder damage. What's the save? Uh, your spell uh, save. Thunder damage. Eh? Your DC is thirteen. And what? Um, what sort of save? Is what it sort of save is? is um, constitution. Constitution. Okay. Let's hope that uh, Rubel. Rolls a natural 20! Brutal. Yeah. yeah! Otherwise, he was yeah. a whole lot of shit. He was yeah. gonna <laughs> die. Yeah. And the goblin. He's really let this place go. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a bad place. But what do you establish that? Not enough chamber pots. Right? Yeah. I want six per room, Shepard. Yeah, the goblin, goblin rolls a nine, so 2d8 damage. Go for it. Yes. Thumbs that clap. Yeah. Um, so, like, I. I the drum beat like hits goes much louder and I'm like so your tail plays yeah yeah it's just like whacking away it just happens now I don't even think about it it's just yeah and then 
has a mind of its own. Exactly. What's that? Awesome. Um, ooh, it's ooh, like when I, I'm like a dog when I'm excited. It works. Yeah. 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 Um, roll damage. And then I roll my damage, and it's seven. Is it plus anything? No. No. Uh, one spell. Yeah, it's not pretty good. good. He, he hasn't taken any damage yet. No. Uh, so, yeah, as as you said, you start walking up slowly, just this drum beat, just slowly building, just this nice march, just starts building and building and building yeah. and building and building and building, and then boom! Yeah. And this shock wave awesome. blasts forth <laughs> from your um your drum destroying some of the tables and <laughs> chairs it, it, it pushes the goblin and anyone who fails their save and any unattended objects 10 feet away from us awesome into the bar behind yeah, yeah. So into you, the flaming table yeah <laughs> so the bench tables behind you shatter and blast it into the wall um opposite that's now flaming um and the goblin is thrust straight into the burning table which had been set alight by Alan's fireball, crashing into the uh, into the bar and <laughs> Would you like another drink? <laughs> gets an- gets another three points of bludgeoning damage uh, oh, from oh. slamming into it and is com- his head caves in on the bar top. I'll teach others I know. (laughs) (laughs) You've had enough. You've had enough. I really Ah, think that your character should be playing the bagpipes, not the lute. Yeah. 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 I really think the battle bagpipes... I I think he was going to get some, but they're like 75 gold. So it's... An aspiration. It's It's an aspiration. Okay. It's on the bucket list. So... Oh, we've all got bagpipes (laughs) on the bucket list. Jeez. We're going to do things with them, that's all. So (laughs) the sound wave of the thunder thunder wave blasts out any remaining windows in this yeah. uh, building and you can hear the creaking and snapping of wood uh, so, from outside the building so from the building okay from the building's walls cool and then it is now Gardas's turn against the last room uh, no that's not gonna do it <laughs> uh, um uh, Gardas aims another arrow at the same goblin that he had just shot through the arm that is prone on the ground after nutting himself, uh, and uh, it just skids um, off the, the cobblestone floor and bounces uh, with no effect. Brackeye. Brackeye lifts his greatsword and reverse King Arthur's the goblin has just nodded himself. <laughs> Plunges the sword... Deep into that goblin. Awesome. Roll. Deep into that ass goblin. (laughs) With advantage. Nice. Because of the height. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What did you get? 19. 19. 26. That hits. Yes, it does. So roll for damage. 14 points of damage. Boosh. The goblin starts to get up off the floor and with his the arrow sticking out of his elbow he starts slowly getting up and then is just thrust straight back down into the ground as your uh, greatsword pierces between his shoulder blades 
and just pins him <laughs> to the ground. And he's like, can he be like awkwardly folded like in the splits because he's nutted himself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Double? Yeah. One <laughs> so leg's forwards, the other one. He's just like, it actually like folded his spine in back on itself. <laughs> so oh. it's gone through the, between the shoulder blades, out through the chest, into his pelvis, and then just <laughs> like, you like Prisoners of Azkaban. <laughs> awesome. Uh, great. Great. Uh, so, yeah, he's most definitely dead. Um, and with that, I would like Ariki, Brackeye, and Snatch, as well as Bruvel, to roll a reflex save. Woohoo! Oh no, I is rolled a, a one! Oh. Danny, is that a dexterity save? I'm lucky. Uh, yes, sorry, a, de- a dexterity save. Cool, nine. Uh, I rolled a one, but using my halfling ability of lucky, I'm going to oh. re-roll that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's not much better. Six plus twelve. 12. It's a lot better. Six plus six, Your dex is six? I guess you get um, proficiency. Yeah, yeah. So you do the number that you roll plus your dexterity. If it's, yeah, so, unless you're proficient, yeah, so you're, you're proficient well. which oh. you are. So you yeah. rolled a, a 19. Uh, oh, so it doubles. No, you got oh, I got 9 plus. You got 9? Plus nine. So 17. 17? Yeah. Sweet. 12. 12. Uh, alrighty, so um, as the ceiling... Uh, after the strain of the thunder wave and the flames which have now been burning this building for a little while now uh, starts to give way and so uh, you put yourself in a really bad place here brutal yeah. <laughs> you take it up. seven damage uh, anyone who saved takes half of that. Wait, what's the save DC? Hang on, I'm raging still. Uh, yeah, so it's bludgeoning. Sorry, what's the save DC? Uh, with, uh, two points of fire. So five and two points of fire, right? It's only slashing and piercing, right? Is it? And bludgeoning. Oh, great. Did you... Did I take all the fire? Sorry, if, if you rolled less than ten... Okay. You take full damage. Full damage. If you rolled higher than ten, you take half damage. Great. Just as uh, Brakai plunges his sword in into the other um, goblin, uh, the you can hear the creaking and snapping of wood as the beams, the supporting beams of the building, start collapsing in on themselves, and the whole sort of front portion of the bar starts to collapse in. And so you've all sort of moved back further away with your reflex by jumping out of the way. Yep. Is Brackeye pinned? No. No, you just take the damage. Okay. You sort of like, you feel it, it comes in and it smacks, one of the beams smacks you in the head, but you brace yourself against it and then you just push the beam off yourself. Great. At this point, Ruvel turns to you all and says, quickly, come with me. We have to get out of here. And so he takes you behind the bar. 
Yes. And down into the cellar. It's like short of the dead. The Winchester. <laughs> the Winchester. Pub. <laughs> you roll a light, light a pipe and let off a really bad fart. Sorry, that was me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you all uh, rush down into the cellar of the boar's tusk and down underneath the building as it slowly burns and collapses in upon itself. Brackeye's still raging. Yeah. Is there an obvious way out or are we in a cellar, like a closed cellar? Uh, so there, there is uh, an exterior exit to the cellar. So you, you go down some wooden steps down into the stone cellar where there is extra kegs and bags of uh, food and, and all kinds of store like it's a, it's a storeroom um, <laughs> really it's a storeroom <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah so you can see that there is the, the stairs that you have just come from and then there is another set of stairs that then lead to two wooden doors that open out to outside. So that's where he would take in the goods, yep. put it down in the bottom of the cellar. Brackeye just balls the walls and then charge and try and, and, and charge and try and burst through that and get outside. Awesome. Roll a strength check. I get an advantage to strength checks because I'm raging. Sweet. Nice! Um, uh, 22. 22. Yeah, um, you go rushing up the stairs and you slam into the doors and you feel them creak, but you can feel that there's another bit of, uh, like, a blocking piece of wood. I can't remember what it's called. A bar. A bar Uh, across the top of it. A cross beam. Um, So you could probably still work away at it, Mm -hmm. but in this first attempt, you feel the, the panels of the door start to creak and snap. Oh yeah, Brackeye's raging, he's gonna just hit it until it breaks. Awesome. Alright, you wanna use your sword or anything? No. No, just, you're just gonna just, keep on just yeah, slamming against it. it. Yeah. How long does that take that he's doing this? Is this like a couple of like well, an extra actually, round that yeah, he's doing this? It would, which so, means that then you would lose your rage because I haven't killed anyone. You haven't killed anyone, you haven't taken any damage. Yeah, no advantage then. Yeah, I think if I think I think he hit it again and then kind of realised he wasn't raging and look around. <laughs> so I'll, one more hit and then I'll see. Give it a go. Yeah, he hits it again, but not that hard. Probably eleven. Got a yep. sore shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. You attempt to push against it again, but it just doesn't seem to be. Now that you've lost your rage, you've just kind of you actually kind of realise just how tired. You are after yeah. um, raging, and yeah, you're just not quite as effective. Yeah. Is there a gap between the cellar doors, Boom. like the, where you just bash them? So can I see the bar on the outside, or is are they tightly sealed? Yeah, yeah, totally. You, the from the work that Brackeye had done on it, it sort of started to um, break open, and so yeah, you, it's a bit looser. You can sort of still, you can kind of see the bar through it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Can I use uh, cast Mage Hand and try and lift the bar off on, from the other side? So it's like a locking bar, I imagine, in the like slots like an old medieval... Yeah, like a big... Yeah, horizontal bar with two hinge sort of things. Yeah. And you, yeah, so can I use Mage Hand? Um, how, much, how much can you... 10 pounds. 10 pounds? Have, has my Bard's Inspiration 
dropped off. Uh, so you inspired him. Oh, I can only use it once a day. No, no, no you, you can, can use it up to your charisma modifier. So oh, you yeah. Could, you could inspire him if yeah. you wanted to. Yeah, could I do that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so you start... Um, Beating off. Yeah, you, you <laughs> just like... You I'm pull just out like the and you're just playing it. Uh, you're just kind of doing some like finger exercises yeah. on the on the old loot, and it, some uh, sleek fingering. You uh, you get a D6 uh, inspiration die. Awesome. Does that help with the? Yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. no variable in that, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't know. It, it, it might. Yes. So Maybe. you now, you now you have a bardic inspiration die. You can only cast. Uh, one bardic inspiration one more time before yeah. you take a full rest. Um, Helm's helping hand! <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and uh, you, so f- from your hand, it's like a, a projection of your, your own hand comes out before you and it slips through the wood of the door. Like, just completely passes through the, that wood and grasps the uh, locking mechanism and lifts it up and off. Hit it again, Brackeye! <laughs> With the sword this time. No, actually not the sword, just shoulder charge. Seeing that, you know, Elan has moved the impediment. <laughs> Seven. Awesome. It has nothing holding it back then, so you just completely blast through the door. I'm strong! You're you're expecting resistance, but there's absolutely none. And you just blast through it. And yeah, it is now open. And you can see, Brackeye, the town still engulfed in flames. And... Uh, goblins running around and people screaming and crying. <laughs> and at fucking ass goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burning. <laughs> oh my, my face! My goodness. I kind of like it. There aren't enough children left to put the fire out. <laughs> there aren't enough chamber pots. <laughs> Damn, brutal use the ball in his chamber. And. At, <laughs> At that point is where we will uh, finish the game. Yes! That was episode two of Dice Paper Roll. Tune in next week for the next instalment. Find out what happens to our adventurers in the town of Linborough as it burns under goblin assault. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we're not licensed for that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> as it burns under ass goblin assault. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Music for this episode is done by Emil. Production by Ben. Podcast art by Jack. You can check out more of his work on Instagram at jkcrosbyfun. We'd like to say a big thank you to Dan Check and Seth Daniels for their invaluable contributions to the podcast. And of course, a huge thank you to you guys for listening. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts from. If you'd like to contribute to Dice Paper Roll and help us to keep making it, you can do so through Patreon. Got a question or a comment? You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or visit our website at dicepaperroll.com.
The song, Prelude and Action, is by Kevin MacLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash buy forward slash 3.0.